What's up, readers? It's your boy. We have an amazing episode for you today. Tommy G, that dude is awesome. Just dropping knowledge everywhere. We have to get some announcements out of the way first. If you are banking fatties with us, you're cashing that check. Buy a shirt. It's a $20 shirt. Take some of those gains. Give back to the show. So hopefully we can give you some more picks, whether it's, you know, Anchor, Come Rocket, Chib, any stock, whatever it is, support the show. Crypto Cowboys tee, flying off the shelves. Cartoon logo tee, flying off the shelves. They're all going hot. So get them while you can. Also, I'm looking at the analytics over here. 60% of people who are watching the show, you're not subscribed. There's a little red button down there. That's all you have to do. It takes half a second. Just click that button. Even if you're listening right now, swipe up, go to YouTube, hit that button. All right, let's take five seconds. I'm going to make sure you do this, okay? Five seconds. All right, thanks. I know somebody didn't do it, but thanks. And another thing, we have Discord, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter. We're on it all, Facebook. We have everything. Follow us there. These socials, all these socials, all the links will be in the description below. Click that, it'll take you right to it, all right? So without further ado, enjoy this episode, guys. I thought Tommy was an amazing guest, and uh, you guys you guys are going to love him. Really, you're going to love him. So here's a clip. So, um, all right, Tommy, hey, just now, you got seven minutes. Okay, you know what? You're getting fucking queenie today, all right? We are graced. <laughs> you're doing Tommy. good, though, Neff. You had two minutes five minutes ago. That's now you right. Seven, so you're <laughs> stop, dude. Please so, stop. Uh, you know, okay, do you guys of- want to get a chat you room together? And I mean, listen, fucking I'm jerk down. each other off. I got four minutes on going. Okay, this is so, a chat roulette, okay. you two momo. Oh, so Let's answer, fucking go with the, the answer. And the other day, uh, is there any connection with Come Rocket there, little E? I can't remember. I can call you a friend at this point. Oh, really. God. Jesus Christ. We're, we're going to be finger popping each other's assholes soon. So, so yeah. we're getting, lonely, we are so getting lonely. a lot. Without further ado, let's get our shout outs out of the way. <laughs> okay. Now, you have fun with that. I have to go. No, 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 I no, have no. to go. They I have to you. live a life. Okay. They I have you. to live a Listen, life. Listen, man, this is important because you have one you. minute, dude. Okay. <laughs> one minute. Cash purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies, where banking fatties. What a crazy week it's been, and it only got better since the beginning of this show. One one name has been asked to uh, be a guest, constantly requested. And uh, we got him here. But before, real quick, please welcome the Ass Ass Brothers, Howie Dewey and Chris Neff. How are you guys? Good, Crushing my man. It. Good. And the, the OG, Little E, Evan Hand. How are you? Fantastic. Waiting on my uh, another Come Rocket bump. Boom. Come Rocket bumps. And our guest today, by popular demand, the people ask, 
We give the people what they want, okay? We give the people what they want and what they need. Please welcome to the show. Okay, let's go through some of these credits right now. Worked on Wall Street for nine years. 2015 won the Series XM Sports Radio Show of the Year Award, okay? Then got suspended. You know, that seems to be what happens here. Uh, 2016 grew the grew his co- gambling company from zero to five million in sales in 16 months, okay? Boom, and here's my favorite. Uh, oh, no, there's a couple. Banned from Twitter, <laughs> IG, Facebook, Periscope. You got banned from Periscope, dude. Spotify, PayPal, and Stripe after Twitter explosion. And uh, and this is what I'm excited about. Just won $134,000 on FanDuel uh, two weeks ago. Please welcome my good friend, Tommy G. How are you, brother? What up? Let's get weird. So, so Sam, you're saying I'm only here because the people wanted me, not because you wanted me? Is that yeah, what you're No, to I totally want you, but the people have been demanding you. They have ah. been demanding. Okay. By the way, I, I love I love Tommy's intro, but how do you gloss over um, bank robber? I yes, mean, that's that, was my, that was my biggest financial accomplishment. That is the most legit credit you can have on your resume. I By am far. Pro, I am pro bank robber 100%. all the way. As long and, as somebody, and- nobody dies at the bank, I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> you can even die robbing the bank. I'm okay with that. As long as the tellers don't die and everyone gets out. I'm good with that, man. I'm and for the record, we did get away with it. One of my Cody's ratted. So I did accomplish it and succeed. That is an important part of that story. If you don't mind, and I'm sure you've told the story a million times, mm-hmm. can you just tell us how that went down? Because so many people don't, that we have a, a mix of fans and uh-huh. a lot of the cast editors are like, wait a minute, this guy robbed a bank? Yes. And I said, yes, you will get to hear all about it. So can you, <laughs> can you start with just that right That's there? Awesome. Because because you were an inside, you were part of an inside team. Yeah, right? it's 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 almost better if I don't tell the story because then I think I, they think I like gangstered up with a gun and came in with a mask <laughs> and just shot the place up. But no, I was actually working for the bank, so I was working for the. I was like 22 years old. I was a fucking kid, and I was a broke, you know, fucking dad left when he was little. He used to steal all the sneakers and clothes I wore. Just, we didn't have any money, so I was used to fucking just getting by. Uh, family got in some financial trouble. I tried to be a fucking hero. And uh, it's funny because now I own multiple gambling companies and I gamble for a living. But the way I thought I was going to solve the problem was to open up a bunch of $10,000 gambling lines because I used to run numbers for guys in Long Island. And uh, that just compiled the problem. Then I got beat up by the mafia, ribs broken, jaw broken, threatened to kill my family. That was fun. And uh, really, I had no other choice. So I said, fuck it, let's rob a bank. And uh, we got away with it. And then uh, my Indian co-defendant fucking decided to rat to prevent himself from getting uh, okay, dot or feather just dot, so we have all dot, the facts. dot dot uh he decided oh, so you to- didn't you didn't go in with like a paper bag over your no, head no that's like- what i'm saying that's why i hate telling a story because Dude, you know, when you tell the story yeah. oh, he probably man. went in with a fucking right address he went in as a native american they went in as the village people bro. Was that's what the story was. yeah yeah have you seen quick change it was like that <laughs> so uh i'm giving you the cliff version so uh got away with it and then uh, he didn't show up for work one day and i knew something was up and went out to get some pizza came back went to leave work said goodbye to the cops who were you know obviously manning the doors because we'd just been robbed fucking five days ago by yours truly and uh i walked outside to a bunch of fucking guns in my face was told to get on the ground and walked into the police station to him sitting there crying to his parents and uh Realized I was going to do a couple years in jail. Dudes must have been like, I cannot believe I did this. I did not <laughs> want to do this. The funniest. Made me. 
it did it. Oh, of course. It was, it was, it was the fucking I lost I was the, much, much money on cricket game. Cricket <laughs> game. And, and just so we're aware, what what was it? 200 K? Uh, I think it was 240 or 220 or something like it was actually at the time trying to find the article. It was actually the largest bank robbery in the county and I believe in the state. So now, did you have to pay taxes on top of restitution when you gave it back? I don't really know because I went into so much debt being in jail that oh. I think everything just became just a negative number across the balance sheet, student loans, everything. So uh, dude, I wish I would have known you because I've been like, dude, you still owe me that 20 grand, right? You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking get it to you. I'll okay, fucking get listen, it to you. How loyal is that? If I owe you money, I'll rob a fucking bank to get it to you. Dude, that's, that's, that's fucking love right there, dude. Yeah. That's why that's you, nice. you're one of the yeah. best to do it. And yeah. then I came out and got a job in the stock market and ran a trading school for fucking 10 years in the finance yeah. world. So, so you uh, went to le legal thievery. That's where yeah. you went to. Yeah. So now yeah, I was just right. exactly. So uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I Where'd love you work it, on Wall Street. Uh, I worked down right. Uh, you know what a gold bull is? Yeah. Yeah. So our office was there. It was our trading school that we ran down there. And I uh, worked at a couple prop shops when I was younger, but it was mostly just day trading futures. Uh, we had a little fucking day trading school and we did some shit all over the country. So it was uh, it's fun. I'm more of a day trader than an investor, though. So you were day trading futures. You were day trading commodities and stuff like that. Yeah, mostly the minis, the S&P minis, the minis? NASDAQ, you know. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the tech stuff. Yeah. Those were the days, man. I mean, crude Those oil were the was days you know, running was nothing... and gunning. Yeah. Tell us about uh, running numbers, uh, because a lot of people aren't familiar with that term if they're not in the gambling industry. Uh, right. Tell so us what that was all about. So when you're a when you're a street kid from North Jersey, you basically are as and as, as an Italian, you're pretty much automatically tied into the bookmaking operations by blood. So uh, grandfather was tied in and. Basically, I was like the middleman. I'd go get accounts for them. I'd go find people that wanted to open accounts with the big, you know, mafia guys in Long Island. And I was basically a runner. So when they owed money, I would just pick up the money and bring it to the guys and I'd get a little cut of it. I'm 18 years old, 19 years old. So they'd break me off a few hundred bucks, sometimes a thousand bucks if the guy lost big. And then if there was a problem collecting, I would go get the big guys that were six, five, you know, monsters. I would go with them, but I wasn't the enforcer. So I was the runner. So I was the one that was you basically, were basically Henry Hill. And for my entire life, I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. For hanging around the candy stores, you grew up yes. in this lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Now, do you guys, I think nephew might know him, Brant Tobler. Do you know Brant yes, Tobler? I do. Brant Tobler is a great story. He was running for heavy betters in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And one day his dad basically robbed him and he was fucked. So him and his brother, and he did this show story on television. I'm like, I, I don't know if there's a um <coughs> a time limit on that. What's that called when you can't uh, uh statute of limitations? Yeah, on, on attempted murder, but they attempted to murder their dad, which is like insanity, right? And he told it on exactly. our Shafir show. I'm like, what? I mean, like, dude, I think that's called evidence you just submitted. Yeah, but yeah, dude, he was running money like that for sure. What do so, you guys think now with all the gambling online, legal everywhere? A lot of people think you're going to start seeing gambling places in arenas like Staples Center, right? Mm -hmm. You'll be able to bet on halftime right there and all that stuff. Oh, well, Sam, I was talking earlier, you know, he, he, he was saying he lived in uh, North Jersey. The reason I'm so familiar about how to get to North Jersey is because if I want to place a bet, 
if I'm at a sports bar in New York City, I can't do it unless I go offshore. It's a pain in the ass. But what I can do is I can I can walk 50 feet. I can get on that New Jersey train. And literally when that door opens in Hoboken, I can walk upstairs, open my phone up, and it's totally legal, baby. Yep. You can sit you can sit at uh, at Giant Stadium and you can sit there in uh, with the 50th row and just put bets on your Jets. You can uh, you should come once they stop this COVID mask shit because I won't go there since. I basically got my mail sent to the FanDuel VIP area, the fucking sports book in there. So if you ever yeah, come ben, by, it's, we live, it's we live there. Dude, I went to go see the uh, Clippers versus Knicks today. And you went to the game? I, I tried. You need to have a either your vaccine card or a positive test to get into the state. I got system. I got one for you if you need it. I'm okay. not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like I'm dead I, I, three people say they're getting it for me. No, I'm I fucking robbed a bank to pay a gambling debt. When I say something, I'll fucking mean it. <laughs> you can, <laughs> my word you is my bond us- trip. <laughs> if you need it, I got it. He's got a vax card. Neff, have you Sam. gotten your have you gotten your uh vax yet? I got half of it, but I'm with Howie, man. I'm gonna play by the rules because I don't want to miss out on you know the so you want full blown AIDS. Yeah. He already yeah. had it. Yeah. He's not okay. Can't get it twice, buddy. Can't, can't, can't double down twice. on it. You stopped no. that three years ago. <laughs> oh, Howie, did we ever talk about you going to get your, your shots and then you just fainting? You're like, ha ha, I'm going to get shots. Oh, the government, blah, blah, blah. Next picture is like, yeah, I woke up here. Ow, my pants <laughs> off. I'm bleeding out my asshole. No, the worst the worst part was I remember being on a gurney. I got a problem with needles, man. And it's just, I just pass out. That's all there is for like five minutes. And, and they, they're gurying me across like 500 people. And everybody's looking at me like, holy shit, look what the Vax just did to him. Like, he's dead. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, I literally woke up in a tent, gripping the steel bar, just yelling at these, like, please just get it over with. Hurry. And the lady said, sweetie, we did this five minutes ago. Yeah. They're like, I'm pouring sweat. It was embarrassing, man. Did they but put I got, you in I the children's the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> Right I'm assuming door, you don't, you don't the, have any no tattoos or anything. I'm assuming that now. I got the Javits Center. I woke up. Everything seems good. You know, I can't. I, I think they put a chip in me, though. I heard something ticking in my arm. Well, yeah, for sure. And that's the joke that everybody's doing now. Oh, it's conspiracy theory. Anyways, let's get into. So I want to get into you. You're killing in FanDuel, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's how that's how I got my start. When I left uh, the trading school and Wall Street and all that shit, it was uh I wanted to just gamble for a living. So I started with FanDuel in 2012. I was like one, I was back there when like the biggest prize pools were like, that's when literally it was just two dudes pointing guns at each other. Bro, it was fucking amazing. It was, it was literally free money because we were doing daily fantasy and people didn't even check weather. So you'd be playing guys for hundreds of dollars and they didn't even know the game was going to get rained out. Like there was just free money everywhere back then. I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars like a month sometimes and that's what kind of jumped it off the New York post thing. And then the documentary, and then I started the radio show and then I just parlayed it into a, a gambling company that I own now for deep bets.com. But I'll, I'll do that in a minute, but okay. the, uh, so yeah, FanDuel thing I've been doing for a long time. And I stopped doing the fantasy side for a couple of years when the sports betting became legal because basically betting on props, player props, is the same as daily fantasy. So instead of compete with other comp- people, I just compete with Vegas because their numbers are usually off. So yeah, so I got back into the fantasy literally three weeks ago. And in my second week, I hit for 134,000 in this fucking trip. So 
a little bit, little bit of luck. Like you got to get a little lucky to win those things. It's not just skill, but it was. Uh, what was the good. entry on that? Uh, that well, it was like ten different tournaments, so it was it ran them across the board from sixteen hundred dollar entry down to I think the lowest one was like ten bucks. So what's your when you're when you're playing the whether it's FanDuel or DraftKings and you're you're playing this the, the fantasy, what are like your top two strategies? What are two important things that that players like me should probably know instead of just being like, hey, Luka Doncic, I like him, he's pretty good. Right. There's gotta it, it, be it's really hard to compete nowadays. Like I'm a Neanderthal, but I'm also a fucking math nerd. Howie, you know, you're, you're a numbers guy too. So you, you get it. Yeah. So everything comes down to a math equation. Like there's, I still take the game into account obviously, cause I watch every game, but the fact is that there's probably about a 15 step process, which we give to the subscribers and we basically give the picks out. Right. So right. the people who sign up at the company, they don't have to think cause we, we have optimizers and algorithms and all that, that run it. But Baseball is my main sport, so it's a lot of just identifying the pitchers that you want to target and target against. Once you get that, now you know which two or three teams you're on, and then it takes your research, and you can narrow it down to the two or three players on said teams. But it really just mostly uh, the big thing for me, I think, is pitch type because a lot of people don't go into that. They just look at lefty-righty splits and shit like that. And if you look at certain players can't hit a slider, certain players can't hit a curveball, if you could start to dive down into the individual players and what pitches the pitcher features and what pitches they excel at, it gives you that little bit of an edge that can, that can make it a little less random. Now, without being like another coach or manager, where the, where do you find that shit? It's yeah. It's, it's years. I have literally, I mean, I own a site that has 90% of this and I still have 10 other sites that I use for data. So it's, it's a nightmare. The hardest thing to start the season. That's what, I've had a lot of six-figure scores, but they're very rarely in the first week or two because in that first week or two, you don't even remember your process. It's so many different things that it would be impossible to explain, but little by little, what we do is we work with people and we teach them a little bit in week one, a little bit in week two, and then, you know, you got to give it a month or two, just like stock trading or anything else. You can't, you got to yeah. kind of play for fun at first and then then worry about the money. It's what's just the get, gathering information. Wow. What's the biggest score you've ever had, like on a on a straight parlay? Not uh, not a you know not a fantasy thing. Um, for a single bet. Yeah. Probably about on one bet or one day. So one bet probably eighty ninety thousand, which teams? is which is rare though. That's not that common. That was like a ten thousand dollar four team parlay, which I never do. Like it was just, you know, you're on a heater and you're just letting fucking money fly. Yeah. But, uh, but normally the, the the gambling is a little more, uh, it sounds crazy to say, but a little more safer, right? Because you have an edge on Vegas and the things that you're playing. The fantasy, there's so many variables that it makes it a little more risky. But, you know, I'm usually just going to get two to three times my money, one to three times my money on the individual bets. So not, not many like $100,000 days in yeah. gambling. What are your games? Baseball and football? Do you do basketball as well? College basketball. I hate the NBA. I'm fucking terrible at it. Yes, I've, exactly. I've, I've exactly. I, I can't play a fucking sport where the players don't even care about their fucking like if they don't I, fucking care, how bad, am I gonna dude. project them to care? I, I it's so hard to get behind teams now with all this resting. There yeah. nobody can get momentum going and they don't care because their whole thing is extend this shit for as long as I can. Yep. And if the NBA doesn't implement something, which is if you don't pay X number of games a year, 
you, you, your salary goes to this. Mm-hmm. they're done, dude. It's done. You can't pay people $40 million a year and then have them sitting down for games. It's just, it doesn't work like that, man. They want to play 20 years. And what you're doing is you're fucking all these young guys that could be getting into the league and getting a shot to play. And now they can't get in. They may not be hundred million dollar players, but they, they could play in the NBA for one season, go to Europe and make shit tons of money. Cause they played on a team. Like if you play on the Lakers and you make the playoffs and you're like an eighth seed, but you get to play in that game, you go to Europe, you could bank that shit. Yep. But these guys just playing for fucking ever because they don't want to get hurt. I, dude, everybody can argue about LeBron James and we can do it all the time. But anybody says that guy's one of the greatest to ever do it statistically, but he's going to leave the league in a worse place than they got it for sure. Yep. Yeah. But you know, the thing about like versus the NBA and, and I'm the same way with Tommy the NBA makes no sense. One team beats another team on a Wednesday night, back to back. They should be tired. They come out, they win again by 30. It makes no college basketball. Yeah. You watch it long enough. Yeah. And I'm yeah. an ex coach. I coached in college. College basketball is about matchups. When you got a certain, you got a Syracuse who's lost four in a row, but they're playing Duke who normally has good guards, but they don't this year. And the line is crazy. Duke minus 15. You know Syracuse is going to lose by three or four yep. and possibly win the game. Yep. It, college basketball makes more sense when, uh, when, when, when coaches are matched. Because certain coaches own other coaches. They always beat them. The, I would say in order, it's baseball and college basketball, one and one A. And then football you know, would be two or three, however you want to rank it. But college basketball is my favorite sport to bet. This year was tougher. This was my first year where, cause I get, it was bizarro year. Yeah. It was a bizarro year. It did make sense. Year. Yeah. I, I'm, nah. I'm, and I'm not saying this to be cocky. My subscribers and anyone in the chat will fucking tell you I am limited or banned from pretty much every legal sports book in America. Like I can't get more than $500 down on a sports book because of college basketball. Uh, and then pitcher props in baseball, except FanDuel, because I've played like $10 million there. So they fucking let me do whatever I want. But so do you have any runners for you? No, no. Luckily, it's all legal now. I got to fix this camera it? in a minute. I was going to say, but if you need the, it, uh, let me know. The big thing is, though, this year, just to be honest, like college basketball for me, I mean, I was up, but nothing like what I'm usually up. I think the fans not being there, it's the most fan centric sport of all of them. That the fans not being there just well, threw everything dude, off. I mean, that's a big reason Duke goes to shit is mm-hmm. because they don't have uh, that home court advantage. Well, and, you know, say whatever you want about LeBron James, and I know I'm the one talking <laughs> shit, but I do believe that last year's last year's championship was one of the hardest championships to get because if you saw all the rookies were killing it in the bubble because they all got used to those rims. There was no – there was, like, team – like, the – Phoenix Suns, who are great this year because they got Chris Paul. But last year, they were lighting everybody up in the bubble because there was no fans getting on them. They, they, you know, that usually breaks weak teams. So it was just a complete – I mean, look at Duke. Look at Kentucky. Kentucky but, had their first losing season in decades because they didn't have that home court cooking. But, but Tommy, how about college basketball? I will say this. I've been watching college basketball, I don't know, 40 years. This Before was the they f- let black people play, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back when Kentucky had a problem with it, back when, uh, yeah. But but this was the first year I can honestly say I have never in my life seen more blowouts 
Wow, that's like, what the problem was. You would see a line where the line was two and a half, and the team loses by 36. And it but, happened every night. I always tell everyone, you can tell how good a gambler someone is by what their favorite sport to bet on is. If their answer is football, they're a fucking idiot, right? It's the sharpest lines. It's the toughest. It's toughest. Yeah, it's fun, but it's the least profitable for any professional gambler. If they say about tennis, WNBA, was that WM, the more obscure to dude, I make so much money betting fucking Russian La Liga ping pong at three in the morning. <laughs> no idea. Like the more obscure the fucking sport is. And NCAA basketball is one of them where most people lose. So by how he's saying that he that's his favorite, you could tell yeah. he's sharp immediately. And I'm not blowing you just because you're on Tommy, here. But can you do me a favor? Can you talk to FanDuel and get my football league on there to help us get some heat going? I'm a part owner in the A7FL. Very proud of that. Uh, you know, He doesn't even the- know his team. Yeah. He doesn't even I, know the team. My yet. team is the Silk city monsters all right yeah. so don't worry about it dog that's my favorite team if we can get it on there get a little heat going okay yeah, you're fucking think- the last time i fucking hung out with tripoli he's doing stand-up and talking conspiracies two months later he's got a financial show and he owns a fucking football team yeah there wow. you go diversify brother yeah. decentralize and diversify so let's talk to FanDuel. let's set that up i, I can do it yeah i got you okay How let's you get it going right yeah i'm all about see chris that's called friendship right there. Yeah, okay. Tommy, you, I, had a good run, I had a good run uh, a few weekends ago playing uh, Irish darts uh-huh. at three in the morning. You can actually bet. It's like Tommy O'Sullivan and fucking Brandon uh, Shaughnessy. You can bet those guys at like three in the morning. They're just slinging darts over in Ireland. Dude, how, how I am going to teach you Russian ping pong. It is the... You do nothing but bet plus 500 dogs who are down a set. They over... It, there's math to it. But, bro, you will fucking smash it. You ready for this? I got to find the tweet. There was a tweet that in Denver, where all the DFS players are, for some fucking reason, all the best DFS players in the world What's live DFS? in Denver. Daily, Daily Fantasy Sports. So the yeah. DraftKings fan bullshit. They all live in fucking Denver, and they all went to Colorado State. It's like this fucking mafia of fucking nerds that, like, all are there. They yeah. said there was more money bet on Russian La Liga ping pong in January of this year than UFC and hockey combined. Like I that's totally how you believe that there is money to be made in that. That tells you, that tells you that there's a couple of fellas out in Coney Island named fucking Khrushchev that uh, <laughs> they're, they're definitely staking players and it's Russian. So, if it, so, you know, it's fixed. So yeah. if you can just see that you can see the fix. You can tell. Have you it. ever, have you ever had inside information on a, a game, um, uh, any shaving, anything like yes, that? Actually, yes. You I love asking yes. these questions, yes. don't you, bro? You know why? You, you know love why? Asking I don't. These questions. I do not do softball interviews, okay? okay. Right. Somebody's Hi. got... Welcome to the number one sh- show to get fucking a call from the FBI. Chris, hey. go ahead. Hey, hey, d- hey, time out, Twink Sinker. Here's what you don't fucking understand. There is a statute of limitations on illegal betting activity, and if if Tommy knows his shit, he can talk about certain. I mean, shit. obviously, everything I know was from eight years ago. Correct. So, yeah, Correct. So, oh, can you can oh, you enlighten God. us on your biggest score uh, with inside information? <laughs> I, it wasn't it wasn't big scores, but I had uh, a friend of a friend who knew. I mean, first of all, I went to Villanova, so when I that's long ago. I'm 40 years old, so that yeah. shit was 20 years ago. I can talk about that. Steve uh, Tim Tom Lapis years. That's when I was there. I fucking was there when they sucked and then they get fucking right, right when I leave. But uh, Tim Thomas and my boy Chaz played on the team 
And Tim Thomas used to throw games. Fucking Kerry Kittles was really? there. Yeah, yeah, dude, we knew, like, we didn't know, but we knew, right? Like, my boy would come to me, and he'd be like, bet against us tonight. And I'm yeah. like, why? Just, just trust me. Like, he'd zip his mouth and every. And it was obviously we Tim Thomas. They both, got, they both got drafted. Yeah. I mean, he went to Patterson Catholic, which is right here. And, you know, he grew up broke. I know that for a fact. And he walked yeah. into Villanova with like three fucking black All Range right. Rovers and shit. So, yeah, a lot of these games are fixed. I know another kid who at a small school. So the problem was that it was always one of those like circled games or extra games. So you can't yeah. get much money down on it. Yeah. But uh, we had a kid there who my boy knew who literally would throw the games for some guy for like a thousand dollars. And that's what I try to explain to these people. I'm like, guys, I know these games are fixed. Most of them. You just have to read like how he said before, you could read the line and tell where the fix is on most games. And this I'm year you're college, telling us this because Sam yeah. doesn't believe this. happens. No, I know no, for a fact. I do believe it happens. Yeah. I just didn't hear any of this. So if they it ask happens. me to testify, I don't know what you guys are talking yeah. about. Yeah. The and, last and again, thing they is... want is you doing 20 minutes of stand-up in a fucking courtroom, okay? <laughs> They're not going to fucking call uh, you. Fuck yeah. nuts, okay? <laughs> I'm 17 and 3 in traffic court. I cross-examine <laughs> police officers. I win all the time, okay? Don't ever come at me with that shit. I am, I murder in traffic court. You got an 85% win rate in traffic Dude, court? Dude, this is true, impressive. Tommy. People who listen to me know this to be true. I beat a fucking traffic camera. That's how good I am, okay? Man versus machine. Machine loses. Triple walks out of there. Dude, one time I cross-examined the cop. The fucking judge yells mercy, and the whole place explodes. I'm high-fiving Russians, fucking uh -huh. Mexicans. Just screaming, respect me. Respect me. I took go, business dude. law. I took business law at UNLV. Yeah. You there wanna, we go. Win, you want a fun? You want a fun fact on the the NBA fixes? How obvious it is? Yes. You know Tim Donahue, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Obviously, he said when they asked him how many refs gamble, not bet on the games, he said a hundred percent. Right? Any of you guys who are gambled, I love drugs and pussy. So if I'm in the wrong he state does, of mind, dude. I'm going to do all the drugs, alcohol, and pussy that's in front of me. Right? So if you gamble, you're a gambler. Right. So if you have an opportunity, you're going to take it just like a drug addict would or someone who's addicted to sex or whatever. There's an interesting thing about Tim Donahue, though. Not only did he say that that shit was fixed, obviously, and it was proven that it was fixed. But did you know he went to the same high school as Joe Crawford, Mike Callahan and Ed Malloy? Wow. Yeah. Three yeah, of the all, biggest yeah. referees in the history of the NBA yes. who've refed the most championship games all went to the same high school at different yeah. times. Ten, like eight years apart. You telling me yeah. there's not some sort of fucking godfather yeah. sitting out there at Cardinal O'Hara? Jeffrey Epstein shit right yeah, there. Yeah, dude. they're recruiting these motherfuckers and cycling them <laughs> in every sure. ten years. Yeah. So no, uh, well, that's that's a known thing. Like if you look at the NCAA, um, I'm not going to mention names, but there's the two of the lead refs who've been they've done like Carl Malone. Force. <laughs> They, they, there's about seven or eight of them. They're all from upstate New York and they've been doing the same finals, eight final mm -hmm. force the past 35 years. Same guys. Yeah. I know. I know a kid right now who's playing uh, again, not, I don't know him as an acquaintance, but not fixing games, but he literally said to us at the book, actually one day, 
that, yeah, we know what the score is at the end of the games. And sometimes we want to cover it. And sometimes we want to fuck the people. Oh my God. I do not know any of this. Do not call me. I have Armenian lawyers. This cat's going to get subpoenaed. The cat's (laughs) going to have to show up. Miss mom's going to have to testify. Everybody's going to have him bringing me on. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Tommy, uh, we w- want to stay a little topical. And we, I think we uh, know that, you know, uh, you have an opinion on Doge. Uh, my fear is that this crypto market that we're seeing exploding, especially with NFTs, is ripe for money laundering. And the mafia oh, is yeah. way yeah. too smart. We know that they've pumped and dumped penny stocks in the past. Do you think that's occurring in the crypto world specifically with organized crime? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is even bigger picture. We won't go too deep into the conspiracy side because this isn't a conspiracy show. Do but it. the whole um, pussification of this country, the whole one gender shit that they're putting out. I mean, look at all the shit that everyone, especially men, are investing in. We're investing in kitties and doggies and crypto punks and shit that your little children would be playing with. Right. So it's the same thing we talk about with the Snapchat filters, how they're basically just turning everyone towards this world of pedophilia, sexual, one gender, right? So they're also taking away everything that's alpha, right? You're looking at men. I'm looking at guys who are professional sports gamblers with fucking bored apes as their avatar on Twitter, right? Like they're pussifying everyone. And you think about it from a money laundering perspective, it makes total sense. If you think about it from Illuminati, Cabal, NWO perspective, what are they doing? They're taking all the money out of society. They're taking all the dumbest people in society because it's 90% millennials that are doing this shit. They're getting to invest all their cash, all their money, all their assets into something that they don't even fucking understand. Fucking Dogecoin started at a goddamn joke in 2013. And now people have their life savings in it, right? So they're funneling all this money into this thing that they're telling you is completely safe and the government can't touch it and they can't do this. Meanwhile, it's being run by the mouth of Elon Musk and Mark Cuban and some of the fucking weirdest, most fucked up people in the world. So I have a feeling that one day you're just going to see a fucking switch get flipped and everyone's going to be like, where'd all my money go? I thought that couldn't happen. Like you saw with Robin Hood with GameStop, like you saw with Robin Hood again last night. night. Like these people just don't fully understand the depths and Howie, you probably understand it. And those of you guys that have been in the financial (laughs) world, there's so much shit going on nine layers deeper than what you're seeing. But I think this is all just a game to basically take money out of the equation and make everyone poor I'm looking at nothing but millennials who don't want to work. They just want to invest in, in crypto, which is great because they're making money doing it. But that's what you do as a drug dealer. You give them a little bit of drugs. You get them addicted. You give them a good experience. You keep doing it until they're addicted. And then you got a client forever. I think Doge and Bitcoin and all this is kind of just phase one of this test. NBA top shot. They're just getting these kids addicted and reeled in. And then the whale is going to come in and they're going to wipe them all out at some point. In the I think, I think that, that that's definitely possible. That's why I'm like, get in now. Yeah. Turn your, turn your digital to physical dude. Yep. I'm really thinking about taking some of my Bitcoin right now and putting it down on a house. I, yeah. Cause that yeah. is ultimately my by guns goal. by but gold. Like, yeah. Well, guns, gold, and and physical, dude. I yeah, mean, it's a property. Is- it's a property, Sam. It's a tangible asset. Yes. Yeah, that's my whole thing. So I just gotta decide if I want to stay in LA. I want to go to Nashville. Dude, Pitt, let, to- I'm moving out of here. Let me know. I will go where you go, and we'll take over the world. But you have to understand when I shit on Doge and when I shit on all this. Nonsense, I'm thinking Tennessee, dude. I love I, I mean, love Nashville. Dude, yeah. They just got rid of uh 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 
was that race uh uh something racism race? no not <laughs> yeah they banned no more racism what is what yeah. is that uh the the uh oh critical race theory they got rid of that they they're not teaching in school anymore you don't even have to get a permit for a gun now you could just carry a gun around so those are missing by far the single most important thing about nashville barbecue it's the bachelorette capital of the fucking world i say it's getting on your head over there i'm 48 bro i just want to sleep listen dude just look at chicks look out your window and just see different Pussy whole everywhere. same problems right now. You and Evan can make runs on that. I shit. went two years ago. Ooh. Ev, it's better than Vegas. It's not even close. Because every the girls there aren't after your fucking money. They're, they're all just like fucking drunk and want dick. It's like incredible. The where they're barbecue and beaver. And they're flying in and flying out. There's a bachelorette party every day at every bar. So like it's they're only there. Barbecue and beaver. Perfect. Yeah. Like we moved there. We, I bang a couple of chicks. They're gone right. in five days. Let's put it in motion. Let's go. I have me and you are rooming together. Yeah. My first roommate in 15 years. <laughs> Can you imagine how that would go down. Yeah. So, so if, this week's been. Well, I want to talk to you, Tom, because we do. You know, we do a lot of crypto talk here, and I know we're just getting into it. But I also know you're a stock guy, and. What is your take on everything? Because, you know, you got these this new money coming in and crypto seems to be paying a lot more quicker right. than, yeah. than, than the stock market. I mean, as you know, you might not know this. I own part of the UFC, too. I'm a sports league fucking whale, are you, brother. Do you invest or do you just name drop now? I can't Damn, man. I name drop my investments, brother. That's how I fucking roll. $10. I'm Dana White boss thank you so um which is endeavors doing great for me mm-hmm. it's the one stock that i have that is doing well and you've the owned other it for five like, days you've owned what? it for, you've owned it for five days hey dude real quick as you told me to go and, and listen you told me grab coinbase that instantly went to anal okay i was getting mm-hmm. fucked in the ass from the and the moment you, i, I got told there. you not to buy it grandpa said don't buy it and what's well, my pick of the week my pick of the week after this doge fiasco because I'll i gotta I, i'll give you a pick right now and then we'll answer the question right now no, we'll I gotta, do it at the end we do it at the end all right so, all right, so keep end. me on for that remind so me so my whole you're thing here is for the whole ride ah, i gotta stay for this whole, whole fucking whole thing ride. we have uh, we have 30 minutes <laughs> you gotta left. wait for shout outs i got my no, fucking you, coke we're all dealer coming in like an shout hour yeah evan you can't go anywhere you're right. a kid. You have now to you use your can't this, leave. Okay. Yeah. Now Damn you it. can't leave. Everyone over 40 gets to leave. Okay. <laughs> so here's 40. how we're going to do it, dude. Are you 40 yet, Tommy? I'm 42, bro. I just okay. So you can yeah. go too, dude. You've earned it. You've done nah, I'm gonna stay and hang enough out laps around. I'm going to look at that. Stuff. I want to look at that pretty face for the next hour and a half. Yeah, there we go. Dude, everyone loves Evan. Everybody so loves Evan. I'm talking about you. Evan's you this, oh, thanks, dude. Uh, no, it's so, important. Uh, Neff has to shout out uh, Snowclit6941. <laughs> you know what? Time out. Time out. I'm going to give him some right. really good advice I'm on I'm going to get him out play. right now just so it doesn't feel like an end of the shout out. No, it's going to be end of the show, man. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a new segment. I haven't even told you what the new segment is. Well, we got to vote on these segments. <laughs> buddy. We can't have a vote if you got a fucking jam, okay? Uh, it's yeah. hard to get work done when somebody's <laughs> got to go align their first. Oh, how about the 9,000 texts you queens do left, all time? You know how what? about putting a vote in that? <laughs> how about you go get your left ball aligned, all right, with your fucking yoga, and then hey, we'll do the real that? work around here. Now, here, here's the deal. We do have a new segment on the show. It's called New Discord Reader Names, and we have four. So we want to welcome 
Milk Mommy's Prolapse to the Discord, Paranoid P, Patch Reader, and Cum Cannon 6x9. Welcome. Is there any the chance Discord. any of those have vaginas? Any chance at all? <laughs> By the way, uh, he ran the math. We are at 97.8% men. Um, no. Dude, my sports Discord trip, I have like 40 to 50 hot chicks out of like Yeah, you do have hot chicks. Moke shows sure. in there. Yeah, gambling. Before they blew yeah. you up on Discord. By the way, they would blow Tommy up on Discord over and over and over again. And then after a while, they took mine first down. Then they yeah. took my second down. Now I'm done. My gambling one stays. The conspiracy one was great. That was like 70% chicks. But the Can you uh, shout that out for us? Because uh, our readers will want to join that. What's that? What is the name of your Discord? Oh, so I so basically I'm not doing the conspiracy one right now just because it's shit's too hot and I need to get my company going. I can't get banned yeah, from every other fucking place in the world. But I do have a code that I had them make for your listeners. Hold on. So it's uh it's sports betting and fantasy. I do a Discord. We have a 24-hour Discord chat. I do voice chats pretty much five nights a week, teach people how to gamble. If you use the code, uh, what's the one? Cash 100, you get a free week. So it will auto renew. So at the end of the week, if you don't want to continue it, just just click the button and you could unsubscribe to it. But it's a free week of the gambling and the discord in there is where I live. I'm in there like 16 hours a day. Just put oh, so you're the on. Chris Neff of your discord. Yes, basically. Where, what is what is the name of it? Just so they know where to go. Uh, it's for So number four deep as in deep dot bets.com for deep bets we're changing it and doing a new website and everything but for right now that's what it is so number four deep bets.com just go to my uh twitter instagram and uh you'll be able to see it there and what is so, your twitter because you have a new one right yes i have uh it'll be gone soon so this is what <laughs> it is right now um i'm actually i'm almost at five thousand followers trip yeah I'm i got so our new one too. it's called so fat dragons production are you on here no, I'm not uh, on it yet. I, I, I've I hired uh, are, Robin, just, our friend. I think you are, and you're not telling anyone. Where? On what, Twitter? Twitter, yeah. I'm not I've been all. surviving because I'm just keeping it to fucking, like, sports and fights when I, I get drunk. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I just know. got to tee off on people. Yeah. It's like, I've been, you you I've been, can't do it because they won't let you. There's a difference. Yeah. You know you're what the hard up. thing is? It's hard, you know, because you know, Trip, you had a shit ton. Like, going from 250,000 followers and a check mark to like 4,400, like you've lost all your power. <laughs> you know, there's no more like, uh, you can't just bully at people. It's, it's like, you feel like a fucking nobody. And every time I got to a thousand likes on Twitter, gone. one week later, I was gone. Every time I, every time, every time every I posted time. So I just, I, and I don't even think it has that much pull anymore, Twitter, to be yeah. honest with you. Cause we I, left. I, I really <laughs> think about- I'm not kidding, I think from, it's us, Trip. I think it's me and you. I think anywhere from 20, 30, maybe even 40% of, of the, of the accounts on Twitter are fake. Yeah. I mean, and the rest are pussies. Right. So I don't even think it, but it just feels like when you want to promote stuff that you're on there. Like, I mean, it's, it's worked for so long, right? Like, I mean, that's how we built our podcast. It's, that's a, how we built. it's dude. It just hits that, that fucking, right. it just works your, your yeah, fucking it's like that drug. conspiracy it's, clit. Just like, yeah. Ah, I yeah, I just got to get in fights with people. I ah, just go to Chrissy I right the page. Wrongs. Yeah. Ah, you're just flicking right. Twitter beans, dude. Yeah, it's it's easy. It's Tommy G Returns on Twitter. Tommy and, G uh, Returns. They'll never find you now. With yeah, that. I, I kept it real discreet. 
And then uh, uh why don't you just go Tommy G wants to be banned again on well, Twitter? Why don't you my do last that? one, my last one was Jack Fuck's kids. That was the one that, that got banned most recently. I'm not kidding. And then uh Instagram is create the mayhem. That's the so, one that's been able to survive. So now that now that I moved all my premium content to Rockfin, which I, I want to get mm-hmm. cash daddies on there eventually, but now I moved everything over there. Uh I don't use Vimeo anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, Vimeo got rid of two of my channels for premium content. They, they knew two of them. So I made up a fake email mm. and the email was women's history is our history at gmail.com. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just so they wouldn't even know who I was, dude. Uh, I would love that. to see it when these light bulbs go off in your head, like when they happen, like the mad scientist has come up with a way to get back in the game. When it's just, it's so funny to see the difference between Tripoli. And I guess this is because I'm probably every bad habit Tripoli used to have in living motion in front of him. And now he's like a father and a better person, but he's trying to, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm making handles called flaming hot pedos and Jack fucks kids. And he's making <laughs> women's history.com. So, same people, but very different approaches. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like, they coming after me and I got all these guys on the internet who just like, player hang because they can't get anyone to listen to their show so they come mm. after me and it is what it is but let's real quick get into this because you know howie we call howie the boomer here and he's not a boomer but because he likes to do the safe picks and then we got fucking transition down there and he's just fucking running i mean he's looking for cum rockets on, on fucking aol he'll, he'll go deep in that fucking anything to find a fucking profit what do you think like is i mean i just feel like there, you know, stocks can be a Ponzi scheme as well, right? I mean, there's a lot of pump it's and dumping going on fake. there, all that shit. I, bro, like, it's all fake right now. There's nothing fucking real right now. The this chart of the stock market since 2015 is the most retarded thing you've ever seen. It's literally a 45 degree angle going straight up, minus a fucking fake virus dip to get Trump out. That's literally all it is. You have literally the worst guy for Wall Street in right now. You had craziest shit happen the whole time. It's all fake. This is all heading towards an absolute financial motherfucking apocalypse. And the biggest thing, yeah, there you go. There's the little fucking, look at that. That's that's ridiculous. Since 2009, you got Obama, hardcore liberal. You got Trump, hardcore Republican. Back to hardcore liberal. The market should adjust based on things like this. You have everything in the market's fucked up except that COVID dip. But you're basically looking at a situation right now where they're just blowing everything up through the room. There, there is no logic. There really is no fundamentals. It doesn't matter. This is heading towards a fucking apocalypse. You're looking at fucking Bezos and Bill Gates all of a sudden getting fucking divorced out of nowhere. Like, yeah, that is crazy. Come right? on, dude. And then, just... then he shifted a bunch of money. Yeah, that's, to that's his why wife. They do that. they've been doing this shit for fucking a hundred years. CEOs, when their companies are about to collapse, get divorced whenever they're trying to unload their shares and be discreet about it because you just fucking get divorced or you have some big life crisis. Then you have a reason to start manipulating and moving your shares in different yeah. directions. Yeah. Can you all- tell us your thoughts on Elon? Because we've been, uh, it's been a hot topic around here, how he's desperate to, not desperate, he's very uh, excited to buy puts on Tesla. Uh, and then, of course, now we have this Doge phenomenon, which was just 
looks like a massive, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news event yeah. that was a night ago. I mean, that yeah. thing tanked thirty percent. What are your take? Uh, what's your take on Elon? Now, did it, did it take, or did people think that was yeah. the apex, and then they just sold off? No, the whales came in and sold off. Yeah, it did so, so forty nine cents in thirty minutes. Yeah, the thing people need to understand with the buy the rumor, sell the news. Everyone knows the fucking term, but I don't think they fully understand right. why that happens. Okay, and basically what happens is there's liquidity issues when you're dealing with the type of size that these whales go in with, and you see it on the stock market, you see it in you know Dogecoin, whatever the fuck you're talking about. It's the same thing. If someone like Goldman Sachs wants to buy millions of shares of Apple, they can't just go do that because their purchases alone have to be filled in small increments and they're going to drive Apple up from 130 to 135 to 140 and they're going to be paying a premium on the way up. So the only way that they can get a discounted price, which is their target, is to create a rumor. And that's why they say buy the rumor, sell the news, create a rumor that there's something wrong with Apple. And they go and put it on all the networks. They get in Jim Cramer's ear. They get in CNBC's ear. They own all the hosts. Anyone who's worked on Wall Street within there knows that all these fucking people are just puppets, uh, just like they are in the mainstream media for the fucking cabal. But they just get a bunch of talking heads who know fucking nothing to go out and say there's bad shit about Apple. Everyone starts selling their Apple. They're the buyer. So you, they're the ones buying all that shit up because that's the only way they can get liquid at a discount because the price is dropping as they're buying. So when you saw the Elon Musk shit, and it's the, same, it's the inverse on the way up. So when you saw the Elon Musk shit, however, everyone was talking about Doge to the moon, Doge to the moon, going into Saturday Night Live, I was talking to my boy Bill Rupp in the Discord. I think we have it recorded, actually. And I was like, guys, do not buy this shit. Like, wait, this is, this is a complete opportunity for these people to liquidate or fucking dump. And that's all it was. It was whales dumping. And that's why everyone's like, Doge is dead. No, you're going to see that quick explosive drop yeah, because they needed to unload, and then you'll probably see it fucking level. It's back gonna up. do this, dude. This, this is all it's gonna do. My buddy had nine grand. He made a nine grand profit. I'm like, sell it now, yeah. dude. And sell the thing it of- now because as soon as he hits Saturday Night Live, everyone's gonna be like, okay, this is the peak. Get the fuck out. Right. And-, and the thing you have to understand, though, after going through that, is that was proof Saturday night that Doge is 100% being manipulated and Elon Musk is involved. Okay. So that's we dig deeper though with the Robin Hood issue because as we saw with GME, people mm-hmm. couldn't buy or sell. And then we saw again with Doge about a month and a half ago, they couldn't buy or sell. People were literally on our live stream trying mm-hmm. to sell Doge and the button, the sell button was missing on Robin Hood. Right. Well, I mean, first of all, Robin Hood. How the Hood, fuck does that happen? Why are right? you still on Robin Hood? Why were you ever on Robin Hood, dude? You're talking we, about we, these fucking non-direct. We preach that. Yeah, we preach that around yeah. here nonstop. So we're trying the, to get them off. And that is legal. That'll happen on Ameritrade. That'll happen on E-Trade. That'll happen on any of these fucking dumb fuck platforms that amateurs use. It, it's when you're on those platforms, they only have a certain amount of inventory. So once they run out of inventory, a lot of that is you know being lent out already to big institutions, once they run out of inventory, they're not going to put themselves at risk. It's actually in the thing you fucking signed. But the bottom line is if Robinhood already fucked you, what are you still doing there? That's your fault. And it just shows how addicted these fucking people are to quick money because they don't want to work for it, that they're going to stay on fucking Robinhood. They don't even want to take a four day break to have the money. They will not go anywhere. Sam, we talk about it all the time on the conspiracy side. These fucking Liberals are so fucking brainwashed that it doesn't matter what happens. They're beyond it. It's the same thing with anyone. Dude, I have 
people coming up to me with a hundred dollars in their crypto account trying to teach me crypto. I'm like, motherfucker, I was throwing around millions of dollars in crude oil for fucking years of my life. Well, you're not going to teach me the stock market or the currency market, but they're addicted because this is their escape. It's the same way when you look at the fucking scratch off line at the 7-Eleven, there's not a single person on there who doesn't have holes in their fucking shoes. They're playing the dream. They're addicted and they ain't fucking going anywhere. I agree so more, dude. Robin Hood can more. fuck them in the ass for the next six years. I will, I will admire the fact that the irony here is that you're making your money in sports gambling because I was always in this world with, if you can't cap at a 65% rate or higher, you're not going to beat the juice. And you're mm. clearly managing to make that happen. Uh, so Did you say hard. beat the Jews? <laughs> that's what i heard no dude you can't juice. say that's jesus the juice i'm like god the juice jesus. so so as somebody you... that's been on both sides you are clearly seeing a, uh, a better roi in the sports betting world mm -hmm. uh, is tell us tell us how, how you got to that point is it all analytics is it scalping and uh be you know taking different lines it's... It's the same as any other area of life. Like the reason why a lot of sports gamblers and athletes tend to be conspiracy theorists is because we're natural contrarians. You know, I know me and yeah. Sam have talked. I am a Chris million is, times transitioning. Yeah. A million times about a million different topics. By the way, just let me just put this out there. When I'm dead and you piss on my grave. Okay. I will not. I need you to, to close with, transitioning and then you gotta stop saying it because we can't do it eight times no, an episode because no, it's no. not a runner anymore it's no. just a when we when we start when this show blows up when we get a bump from your death right because we're gonna get that <laughs> old death bump. that fucking bump right and we do like oh chris been dead for 10 years i will end every time with any transition, he went to heaven <laughs> as a lady boy and just let it go, dude. It's okay. It's all right, Chris. Dude, we're going to be the most progressive fucking financial show out there. We're going to be the only one that has a, yeah. a fucking trans fucking person on. You can add a bank robber. I can come on here every show. Oh, dude, this is Let's like the back. best. A, a trans, a bank robber, a, a fucking, a twink, and a <laughs> and a and boomer. I knew you were going to say that right away. Okay. And so talk let's talk to a bartender who's twitching. Let's get back to Tommy because I do want to know, you know, how. Who are your uh, picks, man? No, Can no, we no. We're not. That? No, we're asking. <laughs> do you listen? Yeah, what I do listen. I know we got Howie for 10 more minutes before he has to go entertain it in some fucking shithole in New York. So let's fucking do this. He's going to go play some closet for 20 people for a fucking trans that's going to hand him 10 bucks at the end of the night. Let's fucking go. Okay. Um, I'll give you the quick I'll give you the quick answer, Chris. The, yeah. the answer is don't bet fucking favorites and don't bet Oh, like just do the opposite. Like most of the plays I'm looking to take are underdogs and you don't have to be 65% if you're getting plus money on your bets and the yeah. props, the props. But are you middling props? I mean, are you grabbing no, it's like just, an extra I, five I, yards? I study, I study the analytics. I'll spend 35 to 40 minutes per pitcher digging into every single thing about their fucking being. And Vegas yeah. is basically just going, he strikes out six guys a game. This is a plus yeah. matchup. Make your strikeout number six and a half. So I can destroy probably a 80 to 85% hit rate on pitcher props. Um, yeah. We hit 30 of the first 35 this year. So, and, and then we get wow. limited and stuff, but you just got to know your niche. Like I don't yeah. have that edge on sides. 
I have little specific things that the daily fantasy player in me gets. And those are the angles I exploit. I just stay away from the fucking mainstream shit because then you got to hit 65%. Everybody's got a woulda, shoulda, coulda. And my favorite woulda, shoulda, coulda is I had a a uh, 14-team baseball parlay. It was a $5 bet. It was five to win 130K. And I hit the first 13 and I had a hanger. And I was... I wasn't near a book. That was the worst part. I'd left. I was mobile. Yeah, no, I was literally mobile, but I, it was the Dodgers and the Rockies and it was a five to one game. And I had like a 50 minute sweat in a car driving. And that it's, I mean, it's still my favorite rush and I didn't even hit. I had a, I had a, I was in the first ever and then I'll I'll let you get to the picks and stuff, but the, uh, the first ever million dollar daily fantasy tournament, I could, I could send you the article. It's still online. I was going to win the million dollars in Vegas, the first ever millionaire from fantasy. And I had eight guys or seven guys in Coors Field, the game that was at nine o'clock at night and everyone else had like four. I was a lock. I was on HBO Real Sports. I was getting interviewed by uh, Carl Cantania. Like it was over, like it was done. We were celebrating and a water main pipe broke outside the stadium in Coors Field. They canceled the game. I got zeros for all my players and it was a $997,000 swing. Wow. We're watching the screen and we're just like, I'm literally, there's a documentary with my reaction to it where I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I don't know if you're a card player, but I flopped quads and lost in a no limit uh, $1,100 buy-in. That's my flop quads. What is that? Pornhub category? Four of a kind. Four four dicks. Four four dicks. Four times. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, because Howie's got to go. Howie, what are your picks for the week? Real quick, man, we crushed it last week. Sold OCGN at 14, bought it back at eight, crushed some calls on it. Uh, XLE busted up to 53, man. DSX busted through four. I'm sticking with DSX. I've been pushing that thing since it was $2.80. It's at $4 right now. I think it's headed to five. I love the chart. Keep buying DSX. That's what I got this week. I'm also selling tomorrow. Neff gave me some – I bought some Pfizer calls on Friday, and some good news came out yesterday on it, so I'm hoping that thing pumps tomorrow, get up 40 50, 50% in those options, and I'll sell those too. It's a good week. It's a good week. Uh, real quick before you leave, because I know we both hold PLTR, and BlackRock sold off a shit ton of it. Are you still thinking about buying um, OTM options on that? On Oh, on PLTR? Yeah. It's got to hit 16 first. It looks like it's going to go down another two, three points. I really do think it's going to probably capitulate down to 16. Uh, so it's got another two, three points to go before I would buy calls. Uh, I won't buy puts on it, but um, if it does hit 16, I think that's probably a good base. Um, you know, that crazy, your favorite crazy ass uh, money manager, Kathy Woods, bought more on it. Hey, it's said- Mother's Day. Be cool. Yeah, well, I don't even know if she means I I don't know if she has kids. I think she probably likes carpet. But anyways, (laughs) uh, my point is uh, I would buy more when it goes to uh, 16. Real quick before you got to leave, because we don't really get into Twitter wars too often because we respect our readers. But you and I did get a little tag teamed by, ironically, uh, a Twitter handle by the name of Cash Daddy's 444. Yeah, who wanted to talk some smack with me. And here's the thing. If you if you step to me. I want you off the wall if you're playing the wall, okay? If you're going to come at me and start talking shit about shit you don't know, I'm going to ask you to throw the fucking money down. 
So just to be clear, Cash Daddy's 444. We do have a live bet. The action is $500 that Coinbase does not drop to 170 before December 31st. So that is a live bet. I will honor it. And uh, good luck to you on that. But it's important you understand the difference between an IPO and a DPO. This Coinbase did not IPO. It was a direct offering. Okay. So there's no institutional money holding this back. These are people that own the product and have sold for profits, which is completely natural. And that's why I think it's settled and it's on its way back up. In addition to the fact- I'm gonna say something, Neff. I agree yeah. with you on that. It's about yeah. And another thing with that kid too, you know, I mean, you could tell that kid's a 20 year old kid living in his mom's basement they in all South, South Australia, because he was trying to argue with me about something he had no idea. So then he, he went to his, uh, his uh, encyclopedia and he pulled up- He went up to uh, uh, Investopedia and looked up the term IPO is what happened. Right. No, and but by he, the way, he, he got it was invest. It was investment banking for dummies. That's what he pulled up, and I and that's when I was like, "Listen, man, go back to getting your get breastfeeding by your mom because I, I can't even bounce back with that." I'm buying mom puts. Hot? I'm buying puts on Chris's opportunity of ever seeing that five hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You'll that's never exactly see that. What I said. That's well, what I said. You're basically, you're basically drawing dead where you're gonna have to pay it or your brand's on the line, and you're never gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. get it. Yeah. That kid's well, never seen 500 bucks. No, here's the no thing. Um, well, you're going to take his paper out money? Yeah. Here's the thing. We uh, we respect the action, and the action is the juice. I lost a $20 bet to, to the Moon 3 over uh, Elon saying uh, Dogecoin um, yeah. over the weekend. So here's the thing. If you throw uh, uh, any bet at me, I'm good for it because uh, I respect myself and I respect the brand that is Cash Daddy. So you don't have to worry about that. Would you rob a bank if you couldn't pay it? It depends on how much I owe and how coked up I am at the time. Can he wear high heels when he does it? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question. And I, I've always wanted to know this, Tommy, because I know, you know, you've had some struggles. Were you high when you fucking actually did this? No, no. Dead sober. Fucking literally just shitting my Dude, pants. He didn't watching. go into it with a mask. He's yeah. working there. Imagine well, when I mean, you coked out of your mind imagine. and you know your buddies are coming. No, well, up? Nothing, nothing. No, I mean, the reason We're I good. ask is I, I knew a comic that was a, a smash and grab uh, stick-up artist and he got, uh, he robbed the jack-in-the-box and he got, uh, he had the mask on and everything and he got so fucking high, he passed out in the men's room and fell asleep while he was there because he was on a four-day fucking... Speed. I mean, he's robbing a jack-in-box. He probably yeah, didn't I have, mean, yeah, it was inevitable. Kinda, yeah, and by the way, how easy is it to rob a bank nowadays where you could walk in with a full mask on and gloves and no one says a it's word? Beautiful. I don't know, I don't know how every weeks. bank isn't getting robbed. Oh, you mean with like all the Mission Impossible masks? Out yeah, there? If I, you're literally like encouraged to go in there in full fucking yeah. coverage. Like, how is every bank not getting hit? All right, uh, so anybody else got any picks? I got it wrong, guys. Love you, man. Hey, love you, Holly. Thanks for doing it. Howie, hit me up. up. Let's grab a drink, city, man. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I do have a couple of picks um, because this is straight from the Discord. You know, obviously, we've been sweating a lot of these young guns in the Discord. And, you know, BG David smashed it with Shib. Um, I, am I like Shib. I like well, Shib a lot. Dude, we got to get Shib up to a penny. And we're all fucking we're going to si seven figures. <laughs> okay, come on. Get <laughs> Thanks Let's for get that it. thing Thanks. to a fucking penny, dog. Get it to a penny, and hey, we're all hey. living that life. Hey, Doughboy, let's settle down on the language, okay? Uh, <laughs> well, I call myself the M-word. That's how I get erection. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't forget. I forgot about that bit. And by the way, that is an urban legend going around the comedy community that you can't get hard unless the woman you're with calls you the N word. It's not a legend, bro. It's the truth. (laughs) Everyone has their thing. I banged this fat titted Mexican in my car and she dropped a couple M bombs and then I nutted. And then, you know, it is my fucking cross the bear. That's all it takes. Um, Okay. I'm going to stick uh, with chasing the hot hand. Uh, first of all, BG David, thank you for contributing to the show with your donation of SHIB, oh. which I am currently holding on to and will separate amongst the, the cash daddies. I will not pinch the bag. The gas fees are a little high right now, so I got our best interest in, in mind. Just know that. Bro. No, you don't. You're right. I'll pinch the bag. Oh, you <laughs> will pinch it. Uh, I am going to chase uh, Big Perm's action on oh, XDN. Perm. Yep, digital note. Um, I am also going to tell everybody to buy Coinbase and I've got a couple reasons as to why I kind of went over them all. Uh, I think it's settled. I think profit taking is normal on, uh, you know, a DPO like this. The other thing is I have a feeling after the fuckery we just saw with, um, Robin Hood, we're going to see a mass exodus again, because it's that fool me once thing. It's that old Bush fucking routine. He does so well. People have been burned. I think people are going to jump ship and they're going to start moving to the bigger players like Coinbase, Voyager, whoever. But those are the only Crypto.com, I like yep. a lot, dude. Yep. I and like to, a lot. To follow that, I'm still holding BYGVF, which is Voyager. I like them both this week. And then uh, on the crypto side, XDN, and I'm not selling my cum rocket. I, I believe in this project. A lot of people are giving me shit saying, you know, you're chasing a meme stock. It's not a meme stock, man. Go do some fucking research. They're putting out legit NFTs and people keep saying, but you Chris- just literally said that NFTs are fucking uh, organized crime, fucking money laundering. <laughs> you damn right. I did. And I'll tell you doesn't what, mean you can't profit off it. That, exactly. <laughs> it right. doesn't mean somebody doesn't need a place to hide their money, but the thing people keep coming back to me, they say, Chris, what kind of idiot buys porn? Only losers buy porn. Well, you I know what? Dude. Okay. Go on. Go on, go on. I asked Yoshi this years ago. And if you don't know, Yoshi's been in the business forever. And I said, how do these porn companies stay open with Pornhub and all these companies giving shit for free? And his one word answer was collectors. People need it. It's, it's art for them. And, and if you look at these webcam sites, cause I have a lot of uh, experience being on them. The, uh, the funny thing is you watch these guys and they will pay these girls who are stripping for the rest of us for free just because they want that personalized experience, right? They well, want yeah. the girl to say their name. They want to feel like they're powerful because they're fucking nerds in their mom's basement. So yeah, you'd be shocked how many people actually do pay for this stuff to own it and just- Have you feel- heard this on the streets, Tommy? Is that how you know all this so I well? I pretty much jerk <laughs> off the webcam girls every night. I think so, everybody does, dude. I, I actually make them watch me, Trip. Like I'd yeah. make them stop oh, I working. I like that, dude. Yeah. Business model. Right, yeah. yeah. That's a great. Well, my whole thing is this, dude. I, why do I pay for porn? Why I I've, I I got away from it, but then I'm like, you know, what, dude, I like people paying for my content. Yeah, so you're contrarian. It's like, yeah. it's like, I'm just like the. I mean, regardless of what you think about them, it is an industry. I know you you know my theory, Tommy, that porn is the number one female sport on the planet. Okay, it blows the WNBA out of the water. The amount of money that it makes, and we should respect them for what they do. I know, you know, I know some people wouldn't want anyone in their family doing it. That's fine. 
but most of these girls are coming from hard lives, man. You know, whether it's bad neighborhoods or trailer parks and they got a shot to make some money. And guess what? Some of them change their lives. And some of them crash and burn. Guess what? So don't comics. Guess yeah. what? So don't bankers, politicians, everybody. CEOs blow their brains out all the time. We're not talking about, oh, we got to get rid of CEOs all the time. It's like, yeah, and I get it, man, that porn could have a real negative effect on people. That's you. You got to control it. You know, it's like, I think drugs should be legal. I have a problem with drugs. I think drugs should be 100% legal. I think they're poor people crimes that and prostitution so mm -hmm. I, just because i have a problem with it doesn't mean it shouldn't should be illegal you know like be a grown-up and taking take control of your shit you know yeah. actually it'll actually be more controlled once it's legalized because people will learn to do it respond it's it's the it's the desire of that thing that's the forbidden fruit right that makes people go crazy over most of that shit but to, to get back to the porn thing with you guys it's i'm humble brag here but i'm best friends with lisa ann right so and, and you see, I've gone to Knicks games with her. I've gone to, you know, all over the place with her. And these people are obsessed, right? Just to have their moment with her, right? The picture with her or get their autograph or whatever. So now imagine if someone's jerking off to a porn star and they worship that person to buy something from them or support them gets you one inch closer to possibly getting their attention Oh, and yeah. possibly landing that it's all that oh, yeah. dream and and it's yeah it makes total that's, sense it's what i said it's like uh sports cards like if you get a vintage like her rookie card basically air Dude, quotes if you get a classic belladonna just fighting black snakes like samuel <laughs> jackson dude that's gonna be worth some fucking cash and you can Gloves go and, to like snakes on a, snakes on a skank no, no, no. They, you know, you anyone who can get my 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 butthole is haunted. You're that's gonna be worth my, a I whole remember lot of money. My, it's actually called my asshole is haunted. I yeah, remember right. That. That's gonna be worth <laughs> a whole and lot of money. It's more than my asshole haunted volume two, which does exist as well. <laughs> well, they the they tie card, up all the loose ends. It's the rookie card of of haunted assholes. <laughs> So uh, back to that. Here's my picks. I like Shib. Let's all get Shib fucking going. I know I picked the same things over and over again, but I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, I'm really liking a lot of this shit right now, dude. I'm really liking the, I know we just got in the coins. I like fucking Shib. I like Shib, yeah, but didn't man. You just buy a bunch of maker too. Oh yeah. So, I mean, we didn't get into too much what we did last week. So, my whole thing is that maker has always been about a grand, two grand, sometimes double what Ethereum is. So I'm like, I, I, my Celsius wallet, uh, you know, that's why I store a lot of my crypto so that I am getting that, um, getting that interest, you know, uh, on my crypto. So I thought, you know, what, man, I, I made a mistake. And I sold, I sold, or I transferred a lot of my maker into a couple other coins I wanted because maker was just sitting there and then exploded. And a guy who had predicted that maker was going to get the three, I mean, that uh, Ethereum was going to get up to 3,000, just predicted it's going to get up to 10,000. Now, like I said, maker is always two grand or at least like a 30% higher than uh, Ethereum. So I'm like, okay, if, if I'm not selling my Ethereum and I'm just transferring it to buy a nice chunk 
of maker. I don't, I don't see that as a problem. So I did that. I took a fat chunk of my Ethereum and I, I, I traded it in for uh, maker and I'm very happy where I'm at. I'll get my, I'll get my mate. I'll get my Ethereum back to where it was before down the line. But I, I, I think you're going to see maker sooner than later get the 10 grand or even 15 grand. That's my, that's my opinion. So I like maker a lot. It's always performing well for me, always out doing Ethereum. And it's probably outside of Bitcoin and Monero, my, my third favorite coin. Okay. What about little E? So I have, I want to keep an eye on come rocket, obviously. And then another one to keep an eye on, eye on is bonfire. So people who miss the, miss the, what is it? Missed the wave on Safe Moon or whatever. They're going to try to get on Bonfire. That's pumping. It hasn't dipped yet, so I'm assuming it's going to skyrocket. Um, I have a serious pick, though. That's Anchor. That thing has been stagnant for two months. It's between 16, 15, all that stuff for two months. I think it's due. Um, and also AMC, because Nancy Pelosi's husband just bought $5 million worth. In options or, or shares? I, I'm not sure. I believe shares, but he just bought five million dollars worth, so he must know something. I'm not against that, dude. I'm not against that. It's we live in a world right now where the simplest <coughs> solution is the best one, right? Like where yeah. it's Occam's all the razor. money. Yeah, all and, the money. And I know you guys bought some razor to me, now. Okay? I will I'm a conspiracy. I know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I hate that. You can be a conspiracy theorist, but you still have to respect the concept of Occam's razor. Not everything yeah. is a conspiracy. Okay? Uh, brother, if you want to go another 45 minutes, <laughs> I'll tell you, everything's a conspiracy. Yeah. Everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, well, here's, here's, the, here's the beauty of it. So the thing that I'm looking at right now, and keep in mind, I'm not a, I'm not a coin guy, right? But uh, I can talk about it. I can get in. You guys know more about this shit than I do. Uh, just because... I have enough volatility in my life, right? Where I'm a sports gambler. I'm everyone's like, you missed the move on Dogecoin. I'm like, I just made $5,000 on, you striking out six batters in an hour and doubled my money. I don't think I missed anything. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. I just have a different thing. Like, have you double your money in an hour? Like I just did. So I don't think anyone's ever missing anything. And like you just said, trip, you know, you fucked up, you made a mistake. That's part of it. You know, like, and no one should ever look at it as, oh, fuck, I got in Doge at 20 and I sold it at 40. Great. You made 100% on your money. You fucking destroyed it. Who cares if you missed it to 69 or yeah. whatever it is? Like, these are the lessons. And, and this is, you know, what, because uh, I want to get into this. Uh, I want to be on here with you more, Trip. We've talked about this a lot and more on the education side, right? Like teaching people who are new to this, whether it's crypto or stocks or whatever the fuck it is, how to just mentally manage this and, and understand what's going on. One of the things I'm seeing from more of an outsider is the simplest, dumbest fucking thing. There's so many people who are simple and dumb who are involved in this, who aren't sharp, that those are the things that are en end up taking off, right? So if you look at this Cardano thing right now, I don't know if you guys have talked about it ADA, or, we know or what, your, what uh, your take is, right? Yeah, a big chunky chunkies of okay. that. Yeah, I literally... Big chunky chunkies. I'm literally putting as much money as I can into this thing. I didn't even know you could only put a thousand into Doge at a time or whatever. Like that pissed me off and I turned away. Really? Yeah, I was, I wanted to unload Where are you it. buying it on? I don't even know. I have a fucking Probably Coinbase account that I just listened to the crypto. It's not on Coinbase. 
I think it's probably Binance you're buying it on. No, I haven't bought Dogecoin. You're talking about Cardano or Doge? Oh, what I are you I saying you just Doge. bought a chunk of? You said Cardano you is what I'm buying on Coinbase. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, Coinbase. Yeah, Hold that's on. on there. I've never, so, they've never, li- I just bought like, I mean, like, I'm not going to say the number, a lot of maker. They've never limited me on the amount of no, money. No, I'm saying buy. with the Dogecoin, I was talking to my boy Trev and he's like, I'm like, dude, I'm just going to buy a bunch of this shit because it's just going fucking crazy. It was at like 30 cents or whatever. And he's like, I tried to buy it. You can only buy a thousand dollars at a time. And I was like, oh, fuck that. And that's, I just fucking the, literally ignored heard. it and thought that was a thing. And Probably. I just found out the other day that it's not. So, but this, the Cardano thing, there's a conspiracy theory behind it here, Trip. So you'll like this and it sounds like you're already on it anyway. Does it involve baby blood? Uh, we can make it involve baby blood. No, we can, no, bring no, it. We can cycle see, everything back to I baby I just want to see Chris Swar- Squirt. Yeah, the, uh, so Vegas Dave, you guys know who he is? Yeah, of course. By the way, you heard what he did with uh, the Mike Trout Super Fractor, right? Right. So I have a theory what? behind Vegas Dave. Yeah, go on. Go go. Tell he bought sorry. he bought the Mike Trout Super Fractor for I want to say four million and flipped it. What for is eight. that? You act like it's just common knowledge. Yeah, it's, it's, it's baseball card. Yeah, it's a baseball card. Bought it for four hundred thousand. I think he flipped it for four. By million. the way, that that looks like you in a weird way, Tommy. Like don't ever like fucking your, say that again. That is that's your bizarro cool. you, bizarro you. <laughs> so, so here's a rug, bro. Here's a fun story. You ready? Come on, dude. You look so, like you could totally do blow with that guy. I mean, dude, he's he's like four foot six, fucking f- nerd. So uh, hey, this, this this is coming from a guy who said the M word. We don't say those. Words. Oh, I say f- <laughs> fucking yeah. You got the wrong guy in here. That's it. So the uh, he just lost everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. But do you so, ever uh, say him in the correct order and say like, oh, look at the <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, that that's the way to do it. So Vegas Dave is the biggest shill in all of gambling. Okay, he's a complete piece of shit. He is a fucking loser. He's a punk. He bought 90% of his Twitter followers. He's a known fucking fraud. Like, he's literally, it's known. Shit, shots fired. No, it's not even shots. Like, it's a fact. Like, that's who he is. He buys friends. He literally bought. Literally, they had a whole documentary done on him, how he's supposed to go to jail for fraud. And he's literally a known fucking fraud piece of shit. His girl that he was dating, Holly Saunders, I actually had an opportunity from a friend of mine who said, if you want to date Holly Saunders, you can. There's a price to it. And this is what it would cost. So his girlfriend was actually a paid whore. His whole life is fake. He's hey, we don't back. judge here. We don't yeah, judge. Real quick, real quick, Tommy. I don't know how deep your entourage rolls, but if you're ever looking like for a 38th wheel with uh, a three cats, I'm your man. Let's okay? do it. Yeah, dude, I can get fucking. Oh yeah, Holly Saunders. I can, yeah. get, I can get anyone like that. Nah, she's tra- she's trashy too. But dude, the, I uh, want to eat her butt. So here's the thing. So I've had a conspiracy theory about <laughs> Vegas Dave because he was supposed to go to jail, uh, and all this shit came out and didn't even serve probation. Right? Oh, somebody. I flipped. think he is a front man for someone, something, or even the government itself. So the thing about him is he's retarded, right? So he has made these bold (laughs) predictions, whether it was Birkin, whether it was the trout card, whether it was all this stuff and everything, this fucking moron who knows nothing about anything does. It turns out working out in their favor, which means he's he's the front man, in my opinion. So all of a sudden yesterday before or Saturday, before Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live, he came out and said, right when Elon Musk goes and touts Dogecoin on Saturday Night Live, it's going to crash. And I know he's retarded because he had a picture of the green and red bars on a chart and didn't even know what it meant the night before. Okay, (laughs) so he doesn't know this. 
So someone's feeding him this, right? And then he came out immediately after that and started pushing Cardano down everyone's throat. So I am of the opinion that someone big is behind him using them as a front man to pump Cardano. And I'm just playing it because I think there's going to be a quick impulsive boom because of this shill and the people behind him. And then I'm going to try and double triple and get the fuck out. But I, I'm going to buy it literally. I'm, I, I will buy it literally after we wrap this show. Yeah. Holly he's pushing it, he's run, pushing listen, it, someone's Holly, behind him. Holly Saunders could run a marathon. I'd still eat her butt. You should see her from fucking five, ten years ago. Before I don't, she ca- I don't give out. a shit. I'll take fucking heavy miles, Holly. I, I do the same joke, but I, I take bike fucking... ride instead of marathon. <laughs> just, just putting it. Is out it so you saying Sam's stealing jokes? No, uh, no, no. What are you talking uh, Sam, about? That's, Sam, that's a big, that's a big shot fired Jesus for a comic. Shots. I give you a spot my show. And now you're. I don't sick. even think. I don't think there can be a bigger shot, Sam. Uh. Oh my God! He's calling you Dick Buck right now. Oh my! Can we God. get back so to uh, to Vegas, Dave? Uh, <laughs> so where did this guy come from? Because he just popped up on my radar a year ago, and I watched oh, a lot forever. Of, I watch a lot of high end breaks, and he bought um, of basketball cards. He bought an '86 Flare box, yeah. and then uh, he had like Irving on there. He had <clears throat> all these huge basketball stars on there, and yep. did a live stream of it. It's... And then you know. He's backed. He's back. Giving Michael dude. Jordan rookies away. And I was like, who is this guy? I've been and studying he him mind? for a long time. So for a long time. And he is the definition top to bottom. I won't waste the whole show on it. But just trust me. I've done a lot of research into him. I even know people who know him. This dude is nothing more than the front man for some monsters behind him. They use him to push yeah. product, whether it was Birkin or whatever it is. So he's been around for a decade and he's been a fraud for a decade and no one cares. Like he doesn't care. No one cares. So I think this is just an easy impulse buy. And I think it has to pop because there's no way whoever's behind him would do this unless it's either going to crash or pop and everything is done. Has, but you're has looking for right a after. smash and grab. If it doubles in a week, you're out. Yeah. I'm just going to see the thing about me is with the, the volatility, like I don't marry these fucking crypto coins or anything like that right like if i'm gonna get involved i'm gonna go in i'm gonna hit it i'm gonna get out i'm not gonna look at what could have been what should have been you know it's like the fucking town whore right like there's a lot of upside it's a lot of fun you know you can end up doing blow off her ass in a bathroom and you know you come home she brings three friends to suck the skin off your dick or the downside is that you know you fuck her and you don't call her back and you come home and she's boiling a fucking rabbit on your stove with a knife in her hand, <laughs> you know, and your house is on fire. Dude, oh. I would eat Holly Saunders' butt off of Auto Trader. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's two. If it's available on Auto Trader, okay. Is that the third? Yeah, eat an the asshole third. reference for yeah. Holly. My man is Hey, dude, bad. I just want to drive in par- the, the I point think it's only like thirty grand, Sam. So yeah. I'll work oh, hey, wow. So, so I look at. I look at crypto and, and again, not to be condescending on it. It's just the way I look at it. I look at it as the town whore. I want to ride it. Fuck it. Get away. You know, I don't want to get caught. I don't want to wake up. It's worth this nothing. Is a Christian podcast, yeah. bro. You got the wrong dude on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, just going back to your theory about, cause I, we had this Two conversation. Minutes. Yeah. About That's all I need, like, Sam. Like it not being worth anything. When you say everything's going to just like poof, the switch is going to go out. Do you think that's the, the truth with, uh, Ethereum and more importantly Bitcoin because we have we have I mean Wall Street's in on it now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, so, I want to say talking, something before you say yeah. this, Tommy. Yeah, Bitcoin can never go down to zero. 
because they they say 20% Bitcoin is lost. lost. It can't right. go to zero. So if this is scenario, because Tommy's not the only one saying this, there are some doomsday people out there for sure. That will happen if they 100% kill the internet. Right. That's the and and that's where I'm going with it. So uh, you're talking to a dude here, Chris, who thinks fucking there's reptilians ruling the world. You know, so, Klaus Schwab dog did a so, video where they're like, we will, the internet will come down. It will make look, it will make COVID look like baby time. So I've thought for a while since Ron Paul, I think 20 years ago, that there is going to be an internet attack at some point. Those of us that are old enough to remember the Y2K scare, right? That was yeah. bullshit. But I do. I mean, listen, I'm so deep into the conspiracy world that I really think the NWO is taking control and their end game is literally just to fucking enslave us. So when I say things, take it with a grain of salt. No, no, it's yeah. But but I I do the perspective. I think it's dangerous. And if you just step away, forget Bitcoin going to zero or anything like that. That's if that shit happens, you better buy guns because the fucking world's ending. But and you won't care about your Bitcoin. So my guns. Yeah, and guns, don't forget ammo. the bullets. There yeah, you go. and the that's bullets, the ammo, and a generator, bro. That's money, dude. That's money. If if all hell breaks loose, that's currency. The currency is the guns. Gold. Son. No one's gonna care about your fucking dollars or your Bitcoin. They're gonna care about your ammo. But to to wrap this, I mean, I personally think that we are heading towards a quasi doomsday scenario. So for me, I just see them. It's happening too fast, and people are making too much money who know absolutely nothing. They're just funneling every asset onto the internet where no one owns or touches these things and everything is on the internet. And I just feel like if we did ever get that China internet attack, like they talk about, they wipe out the Fed records, like whatever it is, if that did happen, Tyler Durden shit. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah. Like, so again, again, this is like your point zero something percent that me and Sam think is like 20%. But if, if this does ever happen, Everyone has nothing that day. So like for me, I'm a diversification guy. So I'm good with having money in Bitcoin and Doge and doing all that. But make sure you're buying some gold. Make sure you're buying some guns. Make sure you own property. Like, you know, 20, 30% of your money, if you want to put it in the crypto market or the internet world or the NFT world, bet, do it. Fucking let me ask you this. because Ali Summers, if it the shit's a fan, we're not going to talk about her asshole anymore. We're not talking about her asshole anymore. I have guns and gold. Yeah, and a copy of My Ass is Haunted 3. So you might be able to leverage that for some ass eating. We get it. Now, here here we go. Tommy, I got to ask you this question because it's a question I ask of every single guest. No, Um, I didn't get raped in prison. (laughs) (laughs) When we talk about diversification, my asset allocation right now is uh, uh, about uh, 85-15. So I'm 85 in equities, 15 in stocks, and of the, or 15 in crypto. And of that 15%, 10% of that is, is bit, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay. Um, where is your money at if you feel comfortable in, yeah, in, in sharing your, uh, your diversification? Yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, I have, uh, I've always been a big uh, hard commodity guy. Right. It's just old school. It's just what you know, buy gold, buy silver. So a lot of coins, a lot of metals. Um, obviously, you know, we talk paper about paper or physical. Uh physical. Okay. So I have paper too, but I want as much physical as I can actually get until I get to a point where I'm comfortable with it. So I'm still accruing that. Um, most of my money is in the market. It's funny because as the market was booming, the GameStop thing, I was in my Discord and they were like, Tommy, you're missing it. Tommy, you're missing it. Tommy, you're missing it. And I just sat out in cash. 
didn't do a fucking thing. And Sam, I sent you the screenshot. I still have it in here. I made $430,000 shorting GameStop in 36 hours live on my Discord and then got the fuck out and haven't touched it since. So for me, I lay back and when I come in, I bring the cannons and I do it for a day or two and then I get the fuck back out. So I'm... I made Most money as mine well. stays in cash. I made money as well uh, on GME on the way up and on the way down. My question is, when you bought your puts, were you buying lights or were you buying like uh, oh monthlies? I was oh, actually right. just short. I was actually just shorting the Are actual you, stock. Okay, so you were able to borrow shares. Yeah, yeah. yeah can you there. bleep that out, Evan? I'm What's with you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we Tom. bleeping out? I don't want to. Uh, uh, FDs. You, you literally said it, the, the whole thing. Yeah, I know. And we can use the, the bleep button for the first part and delight, we keep open. It's not hard, <laughs> okay? We have the technology. Okay, so- um, All right, Tommy, hey, to Nef, stay true, you got seven minutes. Okay, you know what? You're getting fucking queenie today, all right? We are graced- <laughs> You're doing Tommy. good though, Neff. You had two minutes, five minutes ago. That's now you right. Seven, so you're <laughs> I know am, what? I just I keep do. talking. You're gonna, we'll be- You're gonna limit my butthole references. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna uh, limit your minute references. Uh, this is, this okay. time Tommy, like if you don't yeah, mind, because we believe you can make money doing anything. And obviously you have a totally different system. One, I used to be involved in heavily. I used to be a book and I ran a book and it was awesome. painful and it drove me insane. And I've got- 30 grand on the street. I'm never going to see again. I've been on both sides. If you don't mind, can you give us a pick in the sports world uh, for this coming week? Uh, So let me go. So because I am a daily fantasy player, most of my analysis and research, I do about six to seven hours of research per day on that day's slate. So Mm -hmm. uh, let me just look here for tomorrow. So I haven't done my research for tomorrow yet, but it shouldn't be hard to question while you're thinking. Yeah. Have you ever considered the idea of a hedge fund within yeah. the fantasy community? Because I we think actually, that you could pull that off. Yeah, we actually tried it. Um, we were going to do it. There's a lot of there was a lot of red tape around it where they didn't allow it. Uh, they don't mm-hmm. allow lineup sharing. They don't allow people joining in and partnering. Like I actually got suspended for a while from FanDuel because my friend logged in on my phone and I logged in on his phone. So if it's it would be tough, you'd have to kind of do it underground. Yeah, I know people are already doing it, but uh, it, it's they don't like it, so it makes it hard um, to do it. But yes, we we have another um, uh, stock that we're interested in around here, and I hold it. It's called GMBL. Okay, and I'm curious to know if you know about it, but it's esports gaming. Okay, and where do you are you involved in that industry? Yeah, we actually okay. have uh, esports. I have one of the top esports guys in the country. As my esports handicapper is up like thirty five units this year or something. Okay. Just uh, so, do you bet yeah. on these matches? I have. I don't know shit about it. Uh, I always joke with him. You know, he's a friend of mine. We fuck around like you guys do. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. you teach me, you know, Counter Strike. I'll teach you what a vagina feels like. So I don't, <laughs> you know, I I fuck girls, so I don't play video games. But he <laughs> loves them. Right. By the so, way, he, I have the same joke in my act. <laughs> <laughs> stop, dude. Please so, stop. Oh. <laughs> he accused Talking me queenie. of joke stealing now, Trip. Fucking queenie. You should yeah. have you ever been on stage? Because you have a natural uh you know Okay, do you guys want to get a chat you room together and I mean, listen, fucking I'm jerk down. each other off? I got four minutes till I'm going. Okay. This is so, a chat roulette, okay. you two momo. Uh, so Let's answer, fucking go with the, the answer. I think esports is a boom. For okay. sure. I think there's upside there. 
Um, there's only three baseball games tomorrow. So if I had to do anything just without any research, uh, and again, it's free on the site, go to number yeah. four, deep bets.com use cash 100 and it's That'll free get us in for a picks. week, whole, a whole week. You get all the picks yeah. a whole week. So, okay. but I would say, uh, Molly's strikeouts tomorrow, most likely number isn't even out yet, but I would look at that. And then, uh, as far Molly's as GMB, strikeouts, is that like Molly's game? Molly's the pitcher for the Reds. <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, yeah. got it. Bro. So you're and just then, putting uh, the over under on the strikeouts. What is it? Seven and a half? Uh, they don't even have it out yet. But okay. uh, whatever it is, they've been low on him all year. So I'm just gonna take. It. And as far yeah. as G- GMBL, I think you got upside to like thirteen seventy. Um, I, I just glancing at the chart, it seems like it's more of a buy than a sell. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. No, I'm holding because I think it's got a great shot of being bought yeah. by DraftKings and uh-huh. possibly GameStop. Yeah, and the uh, chart looks good. The chart, the chart looks strong, being that it's you know kind of bottoming above the last. Uh, the circling last... back around because I'm a big picture guy. You mentioned your connection with Lisa Ann, mm-hmm. and I know little E was mentioning Lisa Ann the other day. Uh, is there any connection with Come Rocket there, little E? I can't remember. I don't believe so. No. Okay, so I guess what we would ask from you, uh, Tommy, as a friend of the show, I think I can call you a friend at this point. Oh right? God. Jesus Christ. We're, we're going to be finger popping each other's assholes soon. So, so yeah. we're getting, we are so getting lonely. a lot. Here's the thing. <laughs> we're getting a lot of requests that uh, we, we need more females on the show. And we come off with some big energy. There's no denying that. If you have any female only fans um, or any, you know, uh, I have a fucking energy, ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. Please put, put them on our radar because we want, want to bring minutes. the show open more so we're not 98.7 guys on the day. well i mean listen just just bring me on more and i'll bring chicks with me How we would that? love to have you back that was going to be my next question yeah. besides do you want to be my new, uh, okay. my new roommate you yes, know what i'll I mean? be your new roommate <laughs> i'll follow you on social media and then we can finger pop each other's ass so we're best friends now right yes yes okay quick to creepy dude that thunder was buddies so for life quick to creepy unbelievable neff I'm going to teach my this boy. My teach good this friend, boy. Tom G. Teach this boy like with prison sex. Like, we like, get out of the Discord, man. Hang out and talk. Um, just no, so you know, we, we'll send you a, an invite to the Discord. Um, okay. If your name is one of uh, those great names, we will highlight you on the episode. And we Make would sure love to get you in the rotation. So without further ado, <laughs> let's get our shout outs out of the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, you have fun with that. I have to go. <laughs> no, 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 I no, have no. to go. They I have to you. live a life. Okay. They I have you. to live a Listen, life. man, this is important because you have one you. minute, dude. <laughs> one minute cash daddy's dao we need your opinion on this the discord's hot they want to get it going i said i will talk to sam i will talk to little e and i will talk to howie the only time we talk is on here that's not true that's not true neff you are bombarding us with tax like (laughs) i like you're my mom and i just went to college for the first time it is non-stop we talk all the time what do you want but here's the thing howie and i ask you questions but you don't answer them like that's that's not talking that's now, what all my you, guys say, Sam. Same now, thing. Like, if they just words me, I don't think cost five. money, you uh-huh. would be bankrupt. Okay. okay here's the issue. <laughs> People want to know, are we starting our own coin? They need to know this. Or Yes, okay. we are trying. I have to hit up that guy again. They said they would help me and they ghosted me. So I would like to start. Um, I have multiple coins I would like to do. Yes. Okay. So we have some people that are interested, uh, specifically uh, Arthur Diamond Hands, in helping us do this. Okay, Is let's that do something? it. Okay, so I will tell these guys to get on it. We are in. Okay, I think that's <laughs> it. The only the only shout out I have is for Robin 
for Mother's Day. Thank you for everything you do around here for us. Um, we hope we're going to be able to afford you moving forward. And uh, I think that's it. Little E, you want to take care of the, uh, the housekeeping? Housekeeping. Buy the shirts. The shirts are on fire. They're just flying off the shelves. Go to the Discord. Subscribe to the YouTube. Leave a review on Apple. All that stuff. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So, hey, can you end this? And then can we do a quick opening real quick, too? Yeah. Uh, with that? All right. saying all that stuff or maybe you could just make it up front enjoy the show and then say tommy's gonna be jo tommy g's joining us but get all that stuff out of the way mm -hmm. because i don't know how many people actually make it to the end of the oh. show yeah i got it i mean the hey, buttholes and the racial slurs and the homophobia if you're still with us we love hey, you very much you know what they might hit the stop button on lizard people at like a minute <laughs> an hour and 30 Trust me, this dude. is a different kind Trust of show me, bro. bro this is a different kind of show Bro, trust me. You just refuse to come to grips with that the fucking swarm listens to this. You need you know to what? Know you can you can't come to grips with fucking four syllable words, okay? So when you start doing that, we'll have an adult conversation. All right, guys. Tommy G, thank you so much Thanks, for coming. Tommy. Thank you, guys. Uh, I, I appreciate thoroughly it. enjoyed the fucking man-on-man -man action between you and Chris Neff. <laughs> I hey. mean, there might be a new ass-to-ass you know ass brother. Howie might be out, and yeah. we have butts here. Between hey, you, can never have an, you can never have enough best friends, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, You're my right. first, Chris. Chris, I appreciate it. That got creepy. Final thoughts, Evan? Freak not to talk to him. We must be. I have no clue what that means. Okay. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for Cash Daddies, supporting Cash Daddies. Buy them shirts and tell your friends about it so we get people listening to the show. It's one of a, one of a kind. We need more people listening. We love you very much and, and uh, have a great week. Bank them fatties. Cash Daddies.